This is the Truth Network. We held the greatest title in the whole world, babe. You lost that fight, Rock, for all the wrong reasons. You lost your edge. Now, when we fought, you had that eye of the tiger, man, the edge. And now you got to get it back. And the way to get it back is to go back to the beginning. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe we could win it back together. Car Guy Radio Show. I say this calls for action, and now, nip it in the bud. Nip it in the bud. You got to nip it in the bud. I am feeling very Olympic today. How about you? I can see clearly now the rain is gone. I can see all obstacles in my way. I can see all my Tiger today, searching for the Holy Spirit on the Christian Car Guy Show. Does that sound like fun, Bob? Absolutely. And that doesn't sound like fun. We are live today from Abbott's Frozen Custard's amazing grand opening. We're going to get into a whole lot about that, a whole lot about frozen custard. But we got to tell you about this. You know, we Christians, you may have recognized that opening, that that was, you know, Rocky Three. And Apollo Creed is, you know, telling Rocky that they can do this thing again. But, you know, we Christians actually do hold the greatest title in the world, don't we, Bob? Absolutely. But unfortunately, I do trade my passion for glory. (laughs) And I lose my grip on the dreams of the past. Have you lost your edge? I have. (laughs) And not Olympic dreams like, you know, I can see clearly now from Jamaica, which, you know, we're going to be talking a lot about to Jamaica later today. But I need to see again. I need to see clearly all obstacles in my way, right? I need to see for miles and miles and miles with the eye that's set on goodness, right? The, 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 The Holy Spirit. So... Searching for the Holy Spirit. You know, there's something, and I'm sure you've enjoyed this at some time in your life, where you just pursued God. And, and, and you're searching. And for me, it, it started Sunday morning as I was in prayer. I was thinking, I was just pondering, what does the Holy Spirit look like? I mean, really, Bob, what is the whole, I mean, if he was sitting in that chair right there, you know, what does he look like? So if you look in Genesis one twenty six. You know, they say, let us make man in our image. Well, you know that that's obviously the Father and the Son, but did that include the Holy Spirit? I mean, so are we made in that image? Or if if you go to the three, you know, that visited Abraham when he was talking about Lot and what was going on in Sodom and Gomorrah in Genesis 18, was one of those guys the Holy Spirit? So 
you know, I sat and I pondered and I thought and I pondered fire and I pondered oil and I pondered wind. I pounded and I pounded and I pondered wind. But I think God had me right where he wanted me, which was in a complete state of mystery. Like, we have no idea. Maybe you do. And if you do, by the way, I would love for you to call 866-348-7884 today and share um, your vision of the Holy Spirit. I would, you know, what, what do you see when it comes to that, Bob? I really don't think I have a vision of what the Holy Spirit looks like. But I do know what it looks like to walk closely. And... Uh, and that kind of has come and gone and, and comes back. And I have moments when I'm just so close and, and I'm just guided by them. And, and they lead me through life. And, and, exactly. then, there's, and then there's times that I'm not as close. And, and what I'm supposed to do is a mystery. And I'm just not as sure about You've lost your I'm, edge. I lost you need my the edge. edge. Yes, I am the tiger. Exactly. When they yeah. said, when he said that you've lost your edge, it just rang my bell because, you know, there's been times in my life that I was so much closer than I am right at this moment, you know. You know, and it's interesting that they, if you notice what Apollo said, he said, we got to go back to the beginning. And if you remember Rocky Three, I know for those of you who are Robbie, are you really talking about boxing here? Well, you know, these Rocky movies, for me, they, they tell a certain story to my heart, and they awaken certain things in my heart, because they do go back to the beginning, if you've seen it, and, and Absolutely. they train the way Mickey trained, and the way he trained when he was going to become a boxer. But I... It just so happens Netflix put the original Rocky movie on, you know, and so I rewatched it maybe for the hundredth time, I don't know, the tenth time. <laughs> and there's a scene in the original Rocky movie, and I had never noticed it before. <clears throat> But now remember that the setup on this was I was praying that morning, Lord, let me see the Holy Spirit. What does that look like? And so I'm watching Rocky, and all of a sudden, for some reason, Rocky's just walking through the neighborhood in Philadelphia. You know, there's all these hoodlums and stuff are hanging out. And he sees this young girl that's hanging out with these hoodlums. And he says, you got to get out of there. You don't need to be hanging out, hanging out with these people. And he grabs a hold of her, and he starts carrying her out home to his, their, her parents. Well, she is tongue lashing him the whole way. This is not going well, right? It 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 doesn't seem that Rocky's made any impact. But and and then I thought, why is this even in this movie? I mean, why why when they wrote this movie did they put this scene where Rocky takes this girl out of the hood, you know, so to speak, and 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 brings him back to her parents, telling her about her reputation and stuff, and she is giving Rocky all sorts of language that would indicate this is not making an impact. But then I thought about it. It was just pure, simple goodness. I mean, it was easy to see. It was pure, simple goodness. I don't think Rocky handled it all that well, if you want to know the truth. But it didn't matter because it was just a pure heart saying, this girl is not where she needs to be. I'm, I'm carrying her home. He had you know? great intentions. Right. Right. And it was just, it was just goodness. So I, I've been reading Oliver Twist, and, and that's you may know, written by Charles Dickens. And the, it's a long book compared to The Christmas Carol, believe me. And, and a completely different book. And very difficult to read, especially in the original language, because I like free books. You get intimate domain, so I get them in the original, you know, the way it was written in 18-whatever. So Oliver is this poor... His mother dies at birth, and he's raised in what is called a workhouse. And they talked about that in the movie Scrooge, if you remember that, you know, are there no workhouses? Well, these workhouses were actually run by the church. 
And so poor Oliver is actually raised by these so-called church folk. And these church folk consider the poor people way, way, way beneath them. And, and, and honestly, Charles Dickens does a great job of showing what that looks like. In fact, they even call them their, you know, you need to treat your betters better. <laughs> oh, and when Oliver asks for more food, even though he's been, been barely given enough to ask, you know, they're going to put him in jail. They're going to send him on a ship across the ocean to die because he asked for more food. You know, that's the church, you know, and it's finest right there. So you're seeing this is just horrible, and it's this horrible depiction of the church at the time, and whatever, it was just breaking me down. I was really, really sad about that. And then the next thing you know, he goes out to London, and he gets kidnapped, or essentially hoodooed into this team of of pickpockets, which, by the way, the Broadway musical makes sort of light of that, and it's not one bit funny. I mean, when you read the actual story, I mean, these people are in the business of trying to take his soul to hell. I mean, that's just what they're doing. They're teaching him to, to steal, to rob, and in order to eat, you know, he's got to do this or that and the other, and then later on, in order to stay alive, they're going to shoot him if they don't throw him in this house, right? And so they set him in this room. Now, here's this kid. He's been brought up. No parents. The church has been like, I wouldn't want to be one of those Christians, I can just assure you. And now he's got these hoodlums that are raising him. And they put this book in front of him that's about murder and tell him he's got to, you know, essentially he's got to read this thing or he's not going to have anything else to do that day. And he gets so upset as he's reading it, so disgusted, he throws the book across the room. Now, this kid's like 9, 10, 11 years old. And he hits his knees and he prays a prayer that is just out of this world cool. He says, God, I would rather die than become like these people. Uh, here's this boy he's had no other training you know how would he know and and moreover i was thinking about how did charles dickens take this how did this kid get this insight how did he get this insight to write this into the book it was just like that scene in in matthew 18 where the where the publican says you know god forgive me i'm a sitting you know that same kind of thing i mean oliver twist hits his knees and he is saying god just let me be anything but like these people now, how does that happen? Well, I'm going to bet you, if you look back in your own life, if you go clear back to the beginning, <laughs> and I did this week, after I read these two examples that I was just, you know, was talking about both Rocky and Oliver Twist, I went back to, oh my goodness, there was a car salesman at one point in time, and he was just like these people, just right in the middle of all sorts of shenanigans, and how in the world did God ever find him in the midst of all that? Well, that's... The eye of the dire is searching for the Holy Spirit. Habits hasn't opened up yet. That's going to happen at 1030. So we got a whole lot of frozen custard, a whole lot of stuff coming your way. Plus, we got the oh, So stay tuned. I am feeling very Olympic today. How about you? of the tiger search for the holy spirit today on the christian car guy show getting back to those roots like apollo creed was telling rocky i mean this 
for me, it just speaks to my heart. I'm going to say I love this stuff. But anyway, we're going to get into the car business here in a minute. This is where this is going. But right now, we got to just talk about that. Oh, my goodness. You know where we are, Bob? We are at Abbott's Frozen Custard. Now, that may not mean something to just everybody sitting out here. But let me tell you that Abbott's Frozen Custard, when I was a young whippersnapper of two, three, four years old, my mother would take me to Rochester, New York, where Abbott's Frozen Custard is on Lake Ontario. And they have a, they have a, a secret recipe that they've had since 1902. And the line is like all the way almost around the whole lake. I'm just kidding, Bob. <laughs> Lake Ontario's got a big. <laughs> but anyway, the line is long, and the idea is that, oh, my goodness, if you could get your hands on one of these turtles, if you could get your hands on one of these, you know, frozen custard. This, this stuff is amazing, and so it's really, really cool that we're here at this grand opening. And today, at 1030, the first customer through the door gets the golden ticket. And so what is a golden ticket? Well, this young lady is fixing to find out because she was here last night. I'm telling you, I was... I was here yesterday about 10 in the afternoon, weren't we, Rodney? And, about, and there she was waiting. She spent all night with her husband here. Now there's a whole crowd out there because the first one in gets a free scoop of custard for 52 weeks. And if you're in Seattle, Washington today saying, Robbie, what does this have to do with me? Well, I'm just telling you, there's an Abbott's coming your way. They're expanding, and they want the whole world to know that, man, ice cream is coming. It's not ice cream. It's frozen custard, Bob, and it's the stuff. Go. And we're going to get some here in just a minute, so it's going to be pretty exciting. <laughs> My taste buds are If you happen to be in the area today in Winston-Salem, High Point, Greensboro, you can just Google Abbott's and Clemens, and you'll find us right here off Clemens, uh, Louisville-Clemens Road behind the Dario. But in the meantime, getting back to the Holy Spirit, Bob. So it's fascinating to me as I was thinking about this. You know, here I was a car salesman. And my whole world, if you were to know me in 1991, I got up in the morning wanting to sell cars. I went to bed at night wanting to sell cars. I didn't think about much of anything else but wanting to sell cars. I had a family, but my thing was I just needed to sell cars. And whatever that took, by the way, (laughs) <laughs> by hook or crook <laughs> you know you know those pickpockets and stuff that they're talking about in oliver twist i get that i i actually can feel that you know i'm experiencing whether with, with uh, you know i'm so i pick up you know i'm forever trying to study my field of expertise to figure out how to get better and i pick up a a series by norman vincent peel that's called the power of positive thinking thinking that this is what I need to do to sell more cars. And so... <laughs> you need help? It's a, it's a tape set. It cost me over $100. And I start this thing out, and the first thing it says, okay, if you want a positive mental attitude, the very first thing that you got to do is you got to get up a half an hour early every morning, earlier, and you need to read the Bible. But before you read the Bible, you need to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to help you understand what you are reading. Now, he is talking to a complete heathen at this point who's going, Bible, I've certainly never read the Bible. I wonder if, oh, yeah, I think I have one of those because you can't ever throw one away once you get it, you know. You're not sure there is a God, but just in case, I'm not throwing the Bible away. Man, it just isn't something you do. And so I'm like, okay, I don't know if you're real God, but I'm going to take this advice. I spent $100 on this tape set. I don't think it's necessarily going to help me to read this Bible, but 
I invested the hundred bucks. Now I am going to find out whether or not this is the stuff. And so, as you might imagine, I start my journey into the book of Genesis, and that was kind of cool. You know, a lot of pretty cool stories there. And you get into Exodus, and it's kind of like the movie, The Ten Commandments, at first, and things are good. But the next thing you know, Bob, I mean, they're talking about taking fat off of kidneys, and they're talking about all this stuff in the temple, and I mean, in the tabernacle. And I'm like, what does this have to do with selling cars? I'm not sure I'm on the right track here. What happened was I kept getting madder and madder at God. I'm like, if you're real, this stuff is not making sense to me. Like, you know, Aaron's boys, they offer up the wrong incense, and the next thing you know, they're crispy critters. And that really upset me. Like, really, God? I thought you were the God of love. What, what is this stuff that you're – that here, here's boys. I know they made a mistake, but really, are you going to just burn them up? And then it didn't long after that that they finally – you know, get into the promised land and, oh my goodness, I don't know if you remember, <laughs> Achan, right, keeps the sacred things in his tent. And what happens to him, they not only stone him, they stone his whole family. And I'm getting madder and madder, Bob. I'm like, oh, this is frying my bacon. God, if you're really, I mean, how could this be going on? You're supposed to be a God of love. Right, and, he, and 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 I did not know that they tell you that the Bible is canonized, and I believe the reason that they tell you that is because at some point this cannonball is going to come upside your head, and and it was headed my way, and so I get to the book of Job, and I thought certainly this book is going to be about patience because I heard about patience of Job my whole life, and the next thing I know, Satan and God have a discussion that he's going to kill his kids, and he's going to take away everything he has, and I'm like. What in the world does this have to do with patience? And God, this is not right. I mean, this is clearly not right. I mean, how could you do this? This guy is a good guy. Why are we taking his kids? Why are we doing all this? You know, I was really, really, really mad. And then you got to put up with about 28 chapters of Job's friends telling you all the stuff of why all this happened, which was making absolutely no sense to me. Their judgment. Right. And I am convinced this has nothing to do with selling cars. But then, <laughs> God shows up at the end of the book of Job, and he says, now, interestingly, he doesn't say, Robbie, I got some answers for you. No, he said, Robbie, I got some questions for you. Since you're so smart and you don't think I was supposed to, you know, cook Aaron's kids and you don't think I was supposed to pile up rocks on Aaron, I mean, on Aiken. You know, and you think you, you know what Job needs. You know, since you're so smart, I got some questions for you. And, oh, man, it lit up my world. But right now, the world is being lit up in Clemens, North Carolina, because they're fixed to open up Abbott's. The grand opening, 1030, is just a couple minutes away. The people are lined up out the door, not quite around Lake Ontario yet, but they're making their way. And it's going to happen in any second. So when we come back, it's going to be frozen custard time. Robbie Dillmore here, and the Truth Network podcasts have helped make my pillow the company it is today. And now Mike Lindell, who, by the way, I've met and is a great guy, the inventor and CEO of my pillow, wants to give back to our listeners. For the first time, you can get deep discounts on all my pillow products if you go to mypillow.com right now and click on the new radio listener specials. Who never thought that my dream job would be selling my pillows? <laughs> Maybe you're getting tired of these sleeping jokes, but you can get deep discounts on my 
pillows, mattress toppers, bed sheets, and so much more. For example, the body pillow is regularly $89.99, but with a promo code GETTRUTH, it's only $29.99. Remember, all MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Just go to MyPillow.com and click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the body pillow for only $29.99. Enter promo code GETTRUTH or call 800-942-9613 for these great radio specials. We held the greatest title in the whole world, babe. You lost that fight, Rock, for all the wrong reasons. You lost your edge. Now, when we fought, you had that eye of the tiger, man, the edge. And now you've got to get it back. And the way to get it back is to go back to the beginning. You know what I mean? <laughs> Maybe we could win it back together. The Eye of the Tiger search for the Holy Spirit today on the Christian Car Guy Show live from Abbott's Frozen Custard here in Clemens, their grand opening. They just cut the ribbon and the golden ticket just happened, Bob. It was pretty amazing. The girl got a scoop of custard for a year. and she, Like I said, she was here last night camping out waiting on this deal. Uh the applause. I mean, it was the excitement. I walked in a while ago just to use the restroom because it wasn't open yet, but the store is absolutely immaculate. The floors shine and glisten. It's it's just an immaculate store, and I can't wait to wrap my lips around a little bit of custard here in a little <laughs> bit. But uh, it's, uh, it seems like they've got a really, really good plan and a product here. And, uh, oh, they've got a real prepared. soda jerk thing, you know, like my dad used to work when he was a kid. Like they got real sodas that they're making in there with the Abbott's frozen custard so you can get one of those floats or something. You know, just amazing stuff. And so, wow, that's happening. We don't want you to miss out on that. But when we left our hero, Robbie, he was in the book of Job, and he was totally confused. And he was mad at God, and he was thinking, God, you got some explaining to do. But it was the other way around. <laughs> because when God showed up to talk to Job, I will note, and I think it's extremely significant, that he doesn't give Job a single answer. What he does is ask Job a few questions, which are, were aimed right at my heart, by the way. Here was the cannonball of Scripture coming at Robbie's heart. And God knew that for me to get where I needed to get, the Holy Spirit would take me right to this place where I would be totally angry and totally misunderstanding. And God says to Job, well, if you're so smart, Robbie Dilmore, why don't you make it snow one time? Or maybe just bring the tide in and... <laughs> If you could bring the tide in, you know, then you'd get me. But the real thing that I, he said, if you put your hook in a behemoth. Now, I had, you know, you could imagine this car salesman reading the Bible and putting a hook in a behemoth. I have no clue what in the heck a behemoth is. I, they didn't have, well, I was fixing to ask. You know? <laughs> they didn't have Google in the day, you know, so I, I'm like. How do I find out what a behemoth is? So actually, this is crazy, but I go to a Christian bookstore and I buy a Matthew Henry commentary. Because I asked the guy, how do I figure out what a behemoth is? And he goes, okay, well, you need this book right here. And he gives me a Matthew Henry commentary on what a behemoth is, which is actually probably a dinosaur. But Matthew Henry said it was kind of like a super hippopotamus. And I don't know if you've ever seen the skull of a hippopotamus, but if you went to put a hook in that thing, you would have yourself a fight. 
the point was that all of a sudden I came to the conclusion, Bob, that I was not God. And that I really wasn't all that smart because I don't think I could, I could go to the storehouse where the snow was. And I know for sure that I couldn't make it rain. And, and all these things that he asked Job, I didn't have one single answer, and I for sure was not going to stick a hook in a behemoth. <laughs> I, I feel like I changed the weather for tomorrow. <laughs> well, at this point, I am just what, what I was sure of then very quickly was that, oh, my goodness, this God has a really, really high standard of what sin is, and I'm falling like, tremendously short of this standard and no and so this gave me that edge that rocky needed right there like i i am looking for a way out i'm looking for the loophole (laughs) i I am looking for some answers because i am all of a sudden come to the conclusion i need uh a shortcut um, yeah (laughs) i cannot make the grade here and so how in the world am i going to not end up like aiken's kids or 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 aaron's kids you know so Fortunately, if you keep reading, you get to the New Testament. And I finally understood why Jesus had, I had all my life wondered, why in the world would Jesus have to die? I mean, if God was really God, he'd come up with a better plan than killing his kid. I mean, this isn't right. Mm. But once I really understood what death was, which Matthew Henry, once, once I had that book in my hand that I'd got because I wanted to know what a Behemoth was, I mean, the Holy Spirit just guided me through the whole thing. And it took this little Oliver Twist car salesman guy that was just in the middle of hell on earth, essentially, and gave me a look at goodness. And oh my goodness, Bob, it changed everything. And, and you know, speaking of goodness, those people that are walking in there, did you notice that, man... They're all in the middle of goodness in there. <laughs> Our turn is coming, brother. Our turn is coming. And I don't see anybody running out here with the ice cream. I'm sure they will. I'm sure they will. So that's coming. But, Bob, you know, for you, I, I, I just felt compelled, really, today to share what that was like. You know, when Rocky went training at the beginning with Mick and the chicken and all that stuff that we all know, you know, and drinking the eggs, <laughs> running up the stairs, you know, there was a point in my life where it was like that. You had to get up early and you had to drink the eggs and, and get in the Bible and begin to f- figure out what is what is the deal here? When I was in a hurry after seeing that movie, I was like, well, I can do that, you know. And, and I <laughs> developed that, you know, just crack a couple eggs in a glass, stir them up a little bit, a little salt and pepper. And, and uh, if, you, if you had time to get a piece of bread down before you ran out the door. You had two eggs and toast right there, you know. So um, it's uh, it had an impact on my life, that's for sure. That is, it is, you know, in other words, those early days, when you first started falling in love with God, and maybe you're like me, you went from this, it was a love-hate relationship. Like, man, I'm not getting this at all, to all of a sudden, oh, my goodness. What did that feel like for you? We would love for you to call in today. Even though we're live, we can still take your call, 866 348 Seven eight eight four. We're talking the eye of the tiger search for the Holy Holy Spirit. Well, I've mentioned it before. The time, uh, one of the times in my life when I was closest to God is uh, when our business burnt down, and uh, we just had so many things going on, and and I just I found such strength and 
and it wasn't just for the day of the fire, for the weeks and months and everything after the fire. That's when we started flying a Christian flag at work, and, and just so many things happened to just let me know that God had it all the way, and that if I would just shut up and trust Him and try my best to walk the right path, that He would guide me through this and bring us to amazing things. And, uh, and He did. And uh, it's just been you know, one of the biggest impacts in my life. And I I admit it, when, when I'm further away from God than I was at that point, I'm I'm jealous. I'm hungry for it, you know, and and no I don't want to burn a business down or anything. <laughs> but but it was during that time when I needed him most and he showed up and and he just carried me around when I couldn't walk. And um you know, that showed up again um that extra boost of strength I needed to get through uh, my son's death. And and just when I've needed him most, uh, he has just really showed up in spades for me. Yeah, and that edge, you know, it is, it's kind of like the worst of times, but the best of times. And getting back to, you know, wow, how, how you know, when, when did I... You know, trade my passion for glory. That that's a great line in that song by Survivor. You know, that that whole concept actually, um, you know, speaks to my heart. And, and maybe you're not a big Rocky fan, but you've got something that's that's like that in your life. We would love to hear it. Well, I said something about changing the weather a while ago. Um, <laughs> it's been a hundred degrees or ninety plus pretty much all summer long. And tomorrow we're having a Genesis Sunday at a, at our church. It's a it's the end of the summer um, celebration and beginning the school celebration. And uh, I've volunteered to be in a Dunkin' booth. <laughs> and and I think the high temperature tomorrow is like seventy degrees. <laughs> and I'll be in water most of the afternoon. But uh, if I have anything to do with it. it <laughs> About, a rumor, rumor has it that at this particular dunking booth, you don't have to throw the ball to make Bob go in the water. Well, we we give the kids a uh, a little advantage, you know. They if they throw their balls and don't, you know, submerge me, they will be allowed to, uh, you know, just punch the thing with their hand and uh, make me get get wet. So, yeah. So there you go. Whatever it takes, you know. So there's a lot going on in this area, and I bet there's a lot going on where you are today. If you're in Seattle, you know, especially, I would, it might be warm out there compared. It's only 70 degrees, or 68, 65. So, yeah, Bob, it might be that tomorrow when, when people, but it, it's still custard weather. I'm absolutely certain of that, that, you know, this is an opportunity. I have to tell you that when I was just, you know, knee-high to a grasshopper, we lived, like I said, in Rochester. My mother would take us to this thing for it called a turtle and that is chocolate and nuts and custard and caramel and chocolate and nuts and custard and caramel frozen on a stick two turtles please (laughs) (laughs) you need to come by and order one we're here in clemens north carolina actually behind the dairy Will I 
Christian Car Guy show as we started off. We're Eye of the Tiger, Search for the Holy Spirit. What do you, what can you only imagine that's going to be like? Yeah, you can imagine Jesus maybe a little bit. Imagine the Father now. What do you imagine when it comes to the Holy Spirit? I mean, that's that's just going to be more than awesome. And right now, I'm imagining what a turtle is going to taste like. <laughs> oh, uh, <wow>. Because we're <laughs> oh, oh, it just minutes, and, and I'm so excited. You know, I don't know how many times... I don't know, maybe once or twice I've ever had my boss, Stu Epperson, with me on the Christian Car Guy Show. And what a day to have you on our inaugural show in Omaha, Nebraska. I tell you what, KCRO, unbelievable. We're so grateful to Brad and the team up there for carrying the Christian Car Guy Show, Truth Talk Weekend, and Omaha, Nebraska. I bet you it's very hot there right now because it's like 65 in Winston-Salem, Clemens, North Carolina, where we're sitting, but all over the country, the weather, you know, hey, hey, praise God for the weather. Yeah. Any way you look at it. I was with 100 golfers just a little bit ago before coming out here doing a little devotion and a prayer to kick them off, and they were loving it. You know, people had, you know, in August, people had coats on and, and sweatshirts, you know, so um, hitting the links. But this is so cool, and we're going to have some amazing frozen custard. I, I was inside there smelling it. I watched the first <laughs> frozen custard be served up, and, wow, this is just so neat. But it's neat when all kinds, you know, all over the country we have different businesses and ministries that support, that partner with the Truth Network, the Christian Car Guy Show. You got these guys that you went to Jamaica with. You weren't Jamaican that up, Robbie, <laughs> and you've been talking about that and what the Holy Ghost is doing. And, and a lot of that, though, it's neat how the Holy Spirit uses business owners. You know, LeBlue Premium Ultra Pure Bottle Water, they're helping support this thing. You know, water, they're helping, they're partnering with Abbott's, you know, with their whole soda thing, which we got to, I can't wait to check the sodas out. So yeah, it's all going so, on. And, yeah. and, and, but also, you know, the Holy Spirit led him to 10% of all the proceeds. Yes, that's exactly goes right. Goes to really help special needs yep. families. He's got a really neat foundation that helps special needs yep. families um, keep their kids in competitive sports yeah. and, and other charities as well. And, and so you can see God's at work in so many different ways, even out here in the frozen world of frozen custard. <laughs> and that lady right there won the gold ticket. Guys, hold the gold ticket up. Let's give her a hand. Put some your hands together. She gets frozen custard for a whole year from Abbott's. And there's my buddy John. getting. He's got his right there. He's taking some. That's a good honey-do list to take some uh, custard to the wife, right, and the kids. Yep, awesome. Smart man. They're going to love man. that. Nicole's going to love that. But so, it, you know, frozen custard for year. But, yeah, the give back is awesome. I love that. 10% of opening day. They're going to have a huge day today is going to go to helping special needs families, other really cool ministries. And they're going to do that, I think, you know, as long as they're open, Robbie, to – to, to, to make a, a statement that, hey, this is the Lord's business. Now, you guys are out here doing the show. I was inside with the mayor of this town of Clemens. I was inside with the owners, the leadership team, a bunch of great fans, and we all held hands, and we did a prayer dedication for the new wow. Abbott's Frozen Custard in go. Clemens, North Carolina. And we gave this every inch of that space to the Lord's because it's his anyway. There you go. Right? So we're going to dedicate it to him. Amen. Just like uh, 109, just like this brother here, Bob, all that he's doing, man. You know, one, so, of the, one of the huge things the Holy Spirit has done is the Jesus labor love, which, you know, Bob, that's near and dear to both our hearts. is car repair labor for single moms, widows, and families in crisis. And, you know, almost every week, you know, there is um, something that just blows me away, Bob. And, and, and this week, this lady... 
desperate need of a car. She had a baby when she was 15. And, you know, living at the poverty level, lost her car, and because of that, she lost her job. Now, just coincidentally, right, just coincidentally, God, uh, God put God it on. God remaining anonymous, coincidence. Puts it on somebody's heart to call me and say, awesome. Robbie, I've got a car, right? Now, the air conditioner doesn't mm-hmm. work, but, hey, it doesn't matter today. <laughs> 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 if you're in Seattle, it doesn't matter. But, you know, it's amazing how he shows up in that in, in, in so many different ways. But, Bob, we got a need, too. And, and that need is that we, honestly, as the Jesus Labor Love, car repair labor, for those people in Omaha have never heard of this, it's, it's a ministry of the, Jesus, of the Christian Car Guy show, and you'll find it there at christiancarguy.com, the Jesus Labor Love. And, and we have people fill out an application there if they're in need of car repair anywhere in the country. And the way we meet those needs a lot of times is through your donations. And we are in a situation where we've grown to the extent that, oh, my goodness, um, we could use some donations. And for a gift of any amount, any amount. Tax-deductible gift. Tax-deductible gift because it's a 501c3. sure is. We will send you a T-shirt of your size because we now have these Christian Car Guide T-shirts. I'm styling profiling one today, right, Bob? And absolutely beautiful brother looks good man as says Jesus. Looks like superman falling out of trees oh so we got out. sarah linda is calling in from port orchard we better get her on real quick awesome. while we got a minute go ahead keith if you wouldn't mind putting sarah linda on uh, okay here here am i are you here? yeah sarah linda okay. you're on my show all right well i've got to do it real quick because I and aren't you stuck standing around something you're going to be eating pretty soon? <laughs> Isn't that right? Well, that's right. I'm looking forward to it. Okay, it says in the scripture, "You are to taste and see that the Lord is good." Now, oh wow! Love in action. Love in action. That's what the Holy Spirit does. It's love in action. And and who and whoever is preparing that good food. So when you taste it, you just you just say that, oh, I see how good God is that he's given us all these things. And when I was hearing about, you know, the Christian Car Guy show, I want to send something up. Anyway, I've I'll, I'll got to figure out, or you could tell me how how I can do it. But that, that when you said it, anyway, the light went on. You know, that's, that's the love in action, and, and we're spirit soul and body and we got to get the body doing what the lord wants us to do right that's a joy it really really is sarah linda and i'm so thankful for you calling in today and for your faithful listening out there at the station and and i shouldn't you know you guys are a huge station in seattle is it kcis kcim 630 kcis Yeah, KCIS, AM630. Great, great station in Seattle, Washington. Thank you for calling in. Port Orchard is very blessed. Port Orchard. You can go to the website and find the address if you wanted to help out with the, you said something you was wanting to do. Have my daughter get the website. Yeah. Yeah. If you go to the Jesus Labor Love at ChristianCarGuy.com, go to ChristianCarGuy.com, you'll see the Jesus Labor Love. But for that address, if anybody wants to just mail something, it is 238 Sara, S-A-U-R-A Lane in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. 27107. 27107. 
107. Dial 27107. <laughs> it will, will help Jesus' labor of love. Oh, wow. Thank you, sir. <laughs> wow, what a miraculous voice you have. I that in, man. <laughs> Oh, For those of you who aren't aware that happen to be in KCIS, you know, Bob has a song that you got to sing because everybody, they don't get to hear it, you know, as often. Go ahead, Bob. Dial 788-9122, and we'll come get that car for you. First two. Oh, look. Look at this, guys. They just brought us out some cold, ice-cold Le Blue Abbott's frozen custard Le Blue Ultra Pure Premium Bottle Water. Thank you, my man. <laughs> Pretty cool stuff, man. And we're going to be talking to Le Blue. Man, they're, they're great folks, aren't they, Robbie? Yes. Supporting this event. So if you're listening to the Truth Network, we will be right back with King and Pursuits. But those of you listening to the Christian Car Guy, we're so grateful. We are really so grateful that you tuned in today. And, and I pray that you will think about the Holy Spirit some today, get in the eye of the tiger looking for him wherever you're looking around today, Bob. Real quick, the family of Harvey Davis. Harvey passed this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, all the friends and family, we, we just have our thoughts and prayers. What a great man. And remember, slow down. Jesus walked everywhere he went and got it all done in 33 years. Thank you for listening.